0: Mr. Twigasetti, you catch me unawares, Cousin, guests, why you didn't tell me? Hello, and welcome to Painful Patronization Parade, a Ramjack dinner mystery. Hello,
1: everyone. I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack studio, as always, is my co-host, Brad. Hi. Um, happy fifth year anniversary, friend Hey, we did it, five years <sighs> Five years bringing you, um, a show We like to call Ramjack <laughs> Dude, that's half a decade Yeah In five more years, it'll be our ten year anniversary as a podcast Oh boy And we will see you there, ladies and gentlemen
0: Oh, we're gonna be so old and dying we're gonna
1: be, We are gonna be old and we may be dying Definitely Um, some more than others, I guess, who knows I mean, you guys are going to have to be abandoning Florida at that point because of global warming and the raising sea levels. Yeah. Orlando should be fine for a
0: while. Yeah, well, you know, still get out early. Get out early. It's uh, it's summer. It's hot.
1: (laughs) Get out early. Look, global warming is going to take about 50 years for that whole peninsula to be underwater. Get out now brad um we like to cover an 80s television show pretty much every episode we've ever done until we you know except in the early days when we did movies um ladies and gentlemen today we'll be talking about perfect strangers a very interesting episode about a dog which i know is going to be close to brad's heart definitely um but we'll wait to get his opinion on that to later in the show first we've got other stuff to bring to you starting with monster sightings oh boy brad can you explain what a monster is a monster? Well, you know a monster when you see one. You do. When you
0: look at people, you're like, oh, that's a monster. You know.
1: Yeah. Like, you're walking, maybe the ground shakes a little bit more than normal. Maybe there's just something off, and you look around. You know when there's a monster around. It's just like in the monster movies. When the monster's around, you kind of have a, an extra sense. I'm putting that in quotation marks in the air that no one can see, because this is a radio show. But, Brad, I have run across some monsters in my last weekend. Yikes. Um... Which monster do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear the tale of the child monster, or do you want to hear the tale of the uh, baseball monsters?
0: Oh boy! Um, uh, a spoiler alert! I'm gonna be talking about some children monsters later. Ooh. So uh, let's let's hear let's hear about your baseball monsters first.
1: Okay, baseball monsters, Brad. So this weekend me and my girlfriend and her son go to a Reds game. Which people of the show know I'm not a huge sports fan. i leave all that to Brad, who is absolutely enamored with sports, I know knows all the force facts. Sports facts. Um, really good at picking out a bracket too, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely, definitely. Um So I'm not super familiar with everything. There's a lot of ritual around baseball. We have to go find our seats. There's a lot of people there, all wearing red. Uh, Because I have a child on my shoulders, everyone uh, gravitates toward us like, oh, hey kid, you know, have a good game. And of course, uh, her son his name Joey is like kind of shy around crowds so he's kind of like a little timid but he likes it. I mean it's it's fun for children. So we go up to our seats and way up in the nosebleeds I mean we, we just bought cheap tickets because children don't actually like to watch baseball They watch it for like 10 minutes and they're like this is boring I'm done and they play with an iPhone I'm or want shocked. to leave <laughs> I mean yeah um, so we're sitting down and there's peoples there's a family two rows down. From us, uh, taking up a, a sizable chunk of the row. Now, Brad, as you know, um, baseball is notorious for people buying cheap seats and then moving down to the best seats they can possibly get until the people with those tickets force you out of your seat, which is kind of a ridiculous system, but that's just how it goes. So, there are these this family in these seats, and while we're sitting there, the people who actually owned those seats, who actually paid and bought those seats, come up, and they kind of look at those people, and the family's like, oh, I'm sorry, oh, did we get your seats? Oh, I'm sorry, Uh, well, we can, um, oh. And the people who rightfully should sit there said, you know, it's all right. you know, we just got up here, we're really tired, because we had to walk a long long ways, we're gonna sit behind you, in these seats, because no one's gonna sit here, I mean, come on, we'll be fine, you guys can sit in our seats, it's cool. So, it's also an aisle seat, so that's already a strike, you don't do that, if someone has your seats, you leave. But they have all the seats on the end of an aisle, so someone in the middle of the row stands up and walks out, and like, Hey, excuse me, can I get out? I need to go, like, use the restroom or get refreshments. And the family looks at him and goes, Oh, no, I, I don't know. What are you going to do? They don't get up to let the person out of the row. You're supposed to do that. What? Yeah, they, they look at the whole family looks at this person trying to get through the row, and there's, like, easily six people in this family. It's, like, the grandpa and, like, the grandma and, like, the main family, which is, like, a husband and a wife and a few kids, and they'll look at them like, oh, no! Like, literally, they're just, like, and they, they kind of shift around, like, they might start to move, but they just look at them, and it's basically a stare down until this family, who's trying to get out of the middle of the aisle, kind of looks around oddly, and they start, like, going over the seats to the row above, where people are sitting, by the way, and cutting over, because those people are nice enough to stand up and let these people go. What the fuck? So it culminates to where the, f- the people who actually own those seats that the monster family sitting in, um, the seats they took, the owners of those seats come up and they say, hey, you know, you're sitting in our seats. And that family's like, oh, and look, the monsters and the monsters are like, fuck, like the monsters get mad that they have to move now because they have to move now. There's like no seats around them. And they're like, oh, and they're all huffy and they're taking their time and they eventually get up and kind of scatter around. Um, worst monster family ever. At a baseball game.
0: Uh, what? A, first of all, I mean, you're at a baseball game. This is what happens. Uh, monsters go to baseball games. I Dude. hope you learned your lesson. Um, fuck that shit. Uh, but, uh, sec- like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I mean, get out of the way. You don't get to be in the way. Humanity. Listen up. You don't get to be in the way. That's just a look, life rule. You don't get a- to be in the way. <laughs> the audacity of someone trying to get out of a row
1: I mean that's just common like that goes beyond sports like any type of theater venue if you're in the if you're on the aisle seat or you're in any scene someone wants to get out help them get out it's fine yeah
0: everybody get the fuck out of the way
1: yeah definitely monsters straight up and they all were monsters just the worst and they would have definitely won worst dressed for sure but that's besides the point Brad Mm. I got a child monster to tell you about oh boy this might actually freak you out a little bit. And it's okay. It's okay. We're all friends here. If you need help, friend, I'm right here to talk you through anything. So, um... <laughs> um my girlfriend's brother has three children. And his wife stays at home with them. And she does the best she can. Uh, but her middle child, who's young, he's four years old right now, is, is trouble. Uh, a pre-story to this is that he's constantly getting into trouble and angsty and purposefully just... Um, he's learned sarcasm at four. Like she'll say, "All right, we're gonna go to the car." He goes, "Oh, we're gonna go to the car? Wow!" <laughs> 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 All right, it's time for dinner. Dinner, mom. That's cool, I guess. This four-year-old is for okay. That's really savvy. I love that kid for this. Right, right, right. Um, but one day they decided she's like, you know what? We're gonna. I'm gonna spend extra time with you because you're the middle child. You're, you know, four years old. We're just gonna have a mom and, uh, Jimmy is his name, Day. So they go out and they have, like, a fun day just together, and at the end of the night, he's like, Mom, you know, I'm gonna turn around. I'm gonna stop being bad. Um, the next morning, he wakes up, and he comes up and says, Hey, I thought about what I said last night. I've changed my mind. Kicks his mother, like, in the shin, and says, I'm gonna be bad. And runs off.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> like, that kid out. First of all, so- why you have so many kids? Gross. Stop it. <laughs> I, uh, one's enough. <laughs> so, two, I'll give you a pass. All right. Fuck I, you. Fuck you with a third kid.
1: But okay. But all that being said, that's all preamble to the actual monster story, Brad. Okay. So the monster story is, um, she's home alone with them. She's got the middle kid and the younger kid. And the younger kid's just like a, a kid kid, like he's maybe two. I don't know. So this this other kid, Jimmy. Um, she's trying to set them down to take like a nap so she's trying to do all the child psychology she's like hey let's play a game how about we sit down and pretend we're bunnies trying to go sleep in our bunny den and they're like and of course Jimmy I'm sure was like bunny den that's cool mom hey yeah I'm a bunny rabbit I guess I'll go to sleep uh, and of course, I guess his younger brother is like laughing it up, like, because <laughs> they're all ganging up on mom. So eventually she's like, oh, well, let's play another game. How about we're squirrels sleeping in a nap? And like, no, mom. He, and of course, the four year old monster child says, you know what, mom, I get it. You're actually tired and you want us to go to sleep. But so you can take a nap too. And that's cool. You know what, mom, how about you lay down and I'll give you a back massage? And she thinks, oh, that's adorable. So she lays down. They all can lay down. He's like giving her a back massage. And he's like, Mom, I'm going to rub your shoulders now, okay? Just close your eyes. It's cool. Just, I, I, you're so tired. I don't know how she doesn't think something's up already. This is your, this is your mean kid. Um, starts rubbing your shoulders. And she's like, all right, Mom, I'm going to give you a face massage. How about you close your eyes? So she closes her eyes, and she's, she's tired. So he's like, all right, thank you. Thank you, son. And he's rubbing her face. He's like, does that feel good, Mom? And she says, yeah, it feels good. He's like, there's a beat, and he says, it's my penis what? She opens her eyes, and her kid's just got his pants down. Her little brother, his little brother's just laughing. And she's like, that's not, that's not good. He's
0: just like, ha 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 ha. Gotcha, Mom. Uh, step one, she's a terrible, She's a shitty, she's a shitty parent. Like, I'm just gonna call her right now. (laughs) How does that even happen? Because there's... How does a
1: child do
0: that? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're
1: four years old, and you sarcasm? That child is a fucking monster!
0: (laughs) Something's happening with that kid. Uh, I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. There's like a priest in the mix somewhere. Or like a... Uh, there's somebody <laughs> there's a in the mix in the that mix. shouldn't be in the mix. There's someone in the mix giving this child
1: weird ideas about facial massages. Yeah. But I really like to think that this kid is just really mischievous and is just like, fuck you. Yeah, mom. You want to go to sleep? That's cool. It's, uh, that is weird. And that's a monster. That is a monster yeah. tale if I've ever heard it. That's
0: uh, monster fam. Monster, straight up
1: monster fam. A lot of monsters in the world today, Brad. Ugh, a lot ugh. of monsters, but Brad, you have a story that I can't wait to hear. Indeed. You tease me about it on chats literally today, and I was like, "What?"
0: Indeed, and apparently it involves children. It does indeed. All right, Alex. So I got I got a tale of a monster, some monster breeding grounds to watch out for. Oh no! So um, I had a temp job for a couple of days last week. Nice. Working to grade standardized test scores. Oh. Um first of all, it's the most fun job I've ever had in my life. Seriously? Definitely. Because these are just like reading like kids fill in the blank questions. This is awesome. Yes. Um guys, this is a uh, super sensitive uh, uh confidential information. Um so uh you discuss it in the, in the group, but uh, otherwise we're going to keep this one cloaked out. Yeah, yeah, this keep is it just on the between deal. us. It's not going to be on the wiki. It's not going to be in like yeah. it's not going to be in the tags.
1: That's oh. awesome that there's something on the podcast that you have to listen to the podcast for. Shh.
0: Secret. It's um, a secret. And I will not name my employer. It was so much fun. <laughs> and also, the way they grade standardized tests is awesome. You really? basically just do one question all day, huh? For multiple days. I mean, like it's crazy. Like you're just answering. You're doing the same question, and you have to like be trained. Like all these are all the possible permutations of answers we've seen that are correct. because um, you know a lot of times there's a you know there's some you know give. Um, and it's like what we'll take and you know, what we'll give a point for what we won't give a point for. So uh, while I was working there, I got to work on two questions, dude,
1: in two different out.
0: states. Well, first states? I'll tell you about Colorado, and then I'll tell you about Missouri.
1: I can't wait to hear the answers because you know those children are different levels of education, right?
0: Maybe uh, we're talking, and we're talking about eighth grade. Keep in okay. mind, eighth grade—they're uh, about to go into high school. Yeah, they are about to start high school. You must know that fact if anything good is to come of this story. <laughs> <laughs> they're about to start high school. They're almost adults. They're like right on the. They're almost there. Ugh. Oh, no. So the first question that I dealt with for a few days was it was uh, basically there was a there was two parts to it. it the preamble was basically um, X-rays were discovered, blah blah blah. Uh, it gives us a way to it gives doctors a new way to look inside the human body. Question uh, one: Name uh, name another uh, uh, medical technology that doctors use to learn more about the human body. What? Name another medical technology that doctors use to learn about the human body. Interesting. To learn more about the human body.
1: So anything.
0: Yeah, anything at all. And then the second part was explain how they how they use this to But it to has learn to be
1: more. but it has to be like a technology. Like X-rays uses you know, a wavelength of light. So it has to be, like, a magnetic, like, an MRI machine yeah. using... M- MRI, electri-
0: CAT scan. We There was a lot of... That was, yeah. like, some of the main ones we, we got. Um, And then, like, you know, from there, like, it really, like, it really went out. Because then you could use... Surgical tools was an option. Really? I mean, it's just... <laughs> Is a stress, that tech? But it fits. Yeah, like, technically, you can use it to learn more about the human body. My iPhone. Well, I guess with an app, maybe, it... Um, the stethoscope with a lot of stethoscopes, a thermometer, um, well, I mean, there a lot, there's a wide variety of, of answers you can have, uh, like a huge variety, it's pretty uh. crazy. Um, very open-ended question. And for the most part, you know, kids were mostly getting them right. A lot of dummies were just writing x-ray, x-ray, and I was like, no, that's in the prompt, you can't <laughs> write x-ray again, dummy. <laughs> Fail. No. Oh. Um, but then there were some <laughs> other answers.
1: It's a trick question, I'm writing x-ray.
0: <laughs> okay. Wrong. <laughs> you're not getting any points. You could have gotten two points. You're gonna get no points.
1: Oh, this will be an easy one. X-ray. They write it right in the question.
0: Um. Also, no. we we didn't count for misspelling. If we could figure out what the hell they were trying to write, um, it counts. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of a lot of stethoscope, a lot Aww. of stethoscope, a lot of a lot of variations on stethoscope. I remind you, these kids are in the eighth grade. <laughs> like, I kept forgetting because <laughs> I saw some things. Um, but then there there were some other options that were that were put out there. Um, blood tubes. <laughs> What are blood tubes, Frantz? Your guess is as good as mine. That's all they wrote. Blood tubes. <laughs> blood tubes? <laughs> blood tubes. Um, ultra ray violet? Ultra ray violet? Ultra ray violet. Okay. Some kids had tried to write ultraviolet light, which we also didn't take, because, no. <laughs> That's, sweet. no, no. Um, but ultra ray violet was a good one. Um, antibiotics? No. We definitely... Well, yeah, I mean, we don't use
1: that to explore more of the human body. Oh, wait,
0: let me give you the explanation. Oh. Antibiotics, you think, no, but I see what they're trying to do. Antibiotics, when they cut when they cut you open, you can't feel because you are under the power of antibiotics. <laughs> uh, wrong three times over. Like, you're just... You're fractally wrong. Oh. Wow. Um, a lot of telescopes... Oh, telescopes. Yeah, telescopes. You know, you use yeah. telescopes to learn about the human body. Uh, telegram. Oh, the old
1: telegram. The first thing medicine... Uh, the, yeah. Telegram. The used.
0: To see how the baby is inside. <laughs> <laughs> telegram. Uh, telegram for mommy. I'm oh. a boy. Um, the DaVinci 4X, which is a real thing. (laughs) What is the DaVinci 4X? Um, it's this, like, crazy surgical robot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I love that, like, some kid wrote, like, we're getting all these, and I'm like, I'm like, um, is this a thing? (laughs) DaVinci 4X? We had to look it up. Yeah, so crazy. So you gave them credit, right? Oh, yeah, but their answer was completely wrong. So I don't know where they heard DaVinci 4X, but (laughs) their answer was just all-time, all kinds of wrong. Um, skin grids? So you can put the bad skin on? (laughs) That sounds like a very weird,
1: like, marketing tagline. Skin grits. <laughs> so you can put the bad skin on.
0: Uh, what about flesh cutting tools so you can <laughs> get under under the skin to get the muscles? <laughs> so someone's a serial killer. <laughs> Eeks. Put that kid on watch. Uh, teeth cameras. You know, doctors put cameras in your mouth to see what's there. <laughs> Please tell me they wrote, you know, comma. Those cameras they put in your mouth. Oh, I wish.
2: <laughs> to see what's inside,
0: <laughs> And the uh, last one here is, is one of my favorites. Tiny fake skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reasoning? I, How? I, I don't I don't know. I don't think they put one. Just tiny fake skeletons. Tiny period, fake period, skeletons period. Which, there were, Gone. like, a lot of kids wrote skeletons. Uh, really? But, but a only lot one... of kids thought skeletons? O- I don't know. Um, but only one of them wrote tiny fake skeletons. <laughs> There are miniature skeletons. There are a lot of skeletons. If we all write
1: the same thing, they're going to get suspicious. I'm going to write tiny little tiny. Tiny fake skeletons. I love fake tiny fake skeletons. <laughs> What do they think that was? I, like, I, was that what an x-ray is supposed to be in their minds? Like, it's a fake skeleton. It's not real. It's a I, photograph.
0: The best I can think of is, like, you know how, like, I, just anatomical skeletons, like, in, like, a classroom or, like, in, like, a doctor's yeah, office?
1: that. Maybe you're playing Operation and you're taking a bone out. I don't... Dude, I don't know.
0: Tiny fake skeletons, dog. Doctors oh. need them to learn about the inside of the body. Give me that tiny fake skeleton. I can diagnose this fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need a tiny fake skeleton.
0: Stat, Doctor Bonejangles, please. I need a consult. <laughs> what
1: was it? A skin grid? Um, skin patch? Skin grid? Skin grid to keep the bad skin on, or get the bad skin on? To put the bad skin on.
0: Yeah. I mean, most of the I mean most of the kids were getting right answers. It's just like there were some crazy wrong answers. And that's Colorado. My last day there, I worked on Missouri. <sighs> Um, spoiler alert for Missouri, those kids are fucking stupid.
1: (laughs) I knew that there was going to be a despair. Like, one of them was going to be the one that's like, who's better? So it's Colorado versus Missouri, and Missouri failed horribly.
0: Yeah, okay, different question, though.
1: Okay, so different
0: question. Um, This is a question about pollution.
1: Okay, so pollution
0: question. Um, Basically, in the setup is, like, um, uh, there's, like, a uh, a coal-powered power plant uh, that, uh, um... Takes in water from the local river and then dumps out um, um, warm water into the river. Um, question: There was like three parts. Uh, part one: uh, Name one way that um, the power plant could have uh, an effect on the local uh, river and river environment and water quality. Very specifically about water quality. Um, question two: uh, Name another way, another human activity that affects uh, water quality in the environment.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, and then question three, explain how. Basically, give them a little bit more room to, uh, to work that out. <laughs> Yeah, just we're giving you everything we
1: can, kids. We're really trying to help. Questions, just some, it's very generalized.
0: Because sometimes they really need that explanation to like just figure out what the hell. Because like, really, the only thing we were grading for was like to name one way the first part, you know, name a way that power plant affects water quality, um, and to name another way humans affect water quality yeah. in the environment. Yeah. I mean, that's what it boils down to. I'm telling you, seventy-five percent zero points. Really, kids in Missouri are dumb. Just dumb. I would say the wording of the first part of that question could get tricky for these people. I, I who mean, I, I am paraphrasing. I don't have it in front of me. Um, okay. But, it, I mean, it's still, like, it's... Yeah, I
1: mean, it's a layup, right?
0: It's, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard, and you're... It's, again, a lot of options on the table, Uh, and theoretically, these kids should have learned something about this before. I mean, they're not taking this test out of the blue. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and basically we're looking for, you know, like, the, the water temperature could kill life, you know, in, in the river... Um, you know, a varying thing, a lot, mostly temperature things. Um, blah blah blah. That's basically what they're trying to look for. And then the second part, very open. Uh, oil spills was a main one. A uh, lot, lot of options. A uh, lot of, lot, some, some kids just wrote some stuff. I, uh, there's something going on in Missouri because the wrong answer that I saw the most was some variation on this: throwing dead deer or animals you've hunted into the river.
1: <laughs> Whoa!
0: What the fuck? hey, hey, Missouri kids, you little had a herd of bullshits, um, what is wrong? Why are you throwing dead animals in a river? A, hunt, a hunted, there's hunted a deer, threw it in the river, didn't want it. Hey, cut a head off, threw it the rest in the river. I, like, what the fuck? And I saw, and I read this one, and <laughs> I read this fucking had a herd of kid. Also, like, the scrawl, like, the writing of these kids, I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck's happened. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> they all look like serial killers. <laughs> like if you can ju- if you can use handwriting analysis like Fox News uh, to figure out in some beside somebody's head uh, all these kids are serial killers fuck Missouri wipe it off the map can't cannot cannot oh this one kid like I, he wrote something and I swear it was like dirt water gets in it, it gets in the water makes dirt water it gets in the water makes the dirt water what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You mean mud? You, uh, you mean muddy river water? Eighth grade, Alex. They're in the eighth grade. They, they they are now about to go into the ninth grade, theoretically.
1: Yeah. I mean, they'll be driving pretty soon. Like,
0: I, I mean, they could drop out of high school and start careers in the world. Wow. I uh, I don't really... At uh-huh. first, when you first started this question, Brad,
1: when you said, there's something up with Missouri, I thought you said that was the answer they were <laughs> writing, <laughs> which I thought would have been so funny and very telling. Like, <laughs> look, we need to help. They're saying, the kids are begging <laughs> the questions. <laughs> uh,
0: lo- let me give you another couple of classics. Yeah, please, please. One, uh, human activity, minors, explanation, when they rinse off their profits. You mean, like, all time, like, panhandling for, for minerals in the river?
3: You know,
1: <laughs> back during the gold rush. Missouri was a hotbed for panhandlers, gotta, man. Oh, yeah. we got They okay.
0: pollute the water. We gotta find silver out here in the river. Is that what's happened in Missouri? What the that fuck? That doesn't even make sense. Like, Miners they're taking... rinsing off their profits. And I I say rent i it rinse off when it off your profits. Rent miners. Explanation, rinse off your profits. Oh, cool. What?
1: I wonder if this is like weird secret teenage code for like miners being like drug dealers and rinsing off your profits is something about laundering money. But that's giving kids way too much like it's still there's zero. no way. It's <laughs> I mean I mean, yes, Brad, they like, get no
0: points. A lot of kids talking about like urinating and defecating into the water and it's like, no, that, uh, that doesn't count. You're dummies. No, that's stupid. Uh, One, uh, burning fat. Burning fat? I I, I don't know. I I don't know. That pollutes water. Um, No explanation given on that either. Um, Floating. (laughs) Explanation? Floating people throw their trash. Please tell me you guys that one right. Like, well, <laughs> no. I mean, it oh, isn't. sorry, sorry. Uh, also, in the question was a uh, uh, human activity aside from littering are uh, coal powered pl- power plants because those had been the in the uh, in the, uh, the prompt Ooh, yeah. earlier. So littering was not acceptable. So, not, so that none of that counted.
1: Oh, floating! You know when you're just the water on your inner tube and then you just throw your trash in the ocean. I mean, the floating river?
0: people throw their trash in the dirt water, make dirt water, make it bad. <laughs> no, throw my deer. Mm. <laughs>
1: you? That's, that, I mean, can we go back to that for a second? Is that, like, a common thing in Missouri or for hunters to kill prey and then, like, I don't know, put the body in the water? I don't know. That sounds like serial killer stuff. I thought hunters got the, f- got, like, bagged the animal and then took it to, like, a processing plant and, like, got meat from it, right? Isn't that why they're hunting? I,
0: I don't, they hunt because they're herd because they well, like murdering yeah, I mean, animals. Like. from
1: that answer, it makes me think that in Missouri, they hunt just for just yeah. to kill yeah. and then they dump the bodies in the water
0: make dirt make dirt water make the dirt water um also uh moonshining
1: moonshining yeah oh moonshining you know when you're moonshining get that water all sometimes water when all, you're up, your up
0: moonshine still make dirt water with dirt, make dirt water I thought I
1: thought you were reading something from an answer I was like <laughs> oh, okay oh wait we went back to dirt water is that a
0: common theme oh wait no Brad's joking it's Missouri you can't tell um okay another remember uh, there's three parts to the question first part uh, how does the power plant affect water quality uh mm-hmm. what's another human activity aside from littering power plant uh and then explanation how about uh, first answer or Mississippi River first answer <laughs> how does the power plant uh what's how, what's one way it pollutes the water Mississippi, Mississippi River. River what's one human activity seed uh exp- explain flower Mississippi River seed flower
1: it sounds like we're trying to solve a mystery minute
0: like I have no idea what the fuck oh
1: power plants that Mississippi River I heard that well there actually is something where Chicago rerouted its river and put all its pollution into the Mississippi River and fucked St. Louis up mm-hmm. so there's at least a kernel of an idea there like that's very far removed No, because
0: Mississippi River was the answer to the question about the coal power uh, power plants Oh, okay. Uh, seed was the answer. I mean, answer. no, it doesn't make any sense, Seed friend. was the answer to the human activity. <laughs> What's a human activity? Yeah, Seed. That's seed. not an activity. Seed? Uh, flower. Explain flower. Duh. <laughs> Dummy. I don't get it. <laughs> I aced that test. <laughs> um, how about uh, sports, life, playfully? That's how? a human activity. Sports, life, playfully. Wait, that's playfully is a human activity or sports, sports life? That's all one answer. Sports,
1: life, playfully. Oh. You gave it three, so I thought that sports was how factors were polluting water, which would be pretty funny.
0: Sports life playfully. Sports life playfully. Uh, And that one, that was one of the clearer ones, so I'm sure those were the words. It's just written by a crazy person. (laughs) Sports life, comma, playfully. Okay. Um, one human activity, of course, uh, one human activity is power. Explain, water acts on power. (laughs) Duh. You can use them boards on water. (gasps) Duh! <sighs> Apparently Missouri. Unless you got power, dog. Ugh. Wait, what was the answer? Power? Explain? Human acti- human activity. One human activity is power. Explain. Water acts on power. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you heard of had us talking about? It sounds like maybe I had a heard of
1: like randomly watched uh like House of Cards and was trying to talk all spacey in his answer and thought, well that'll work. Power. Because like, water acts on power, duh.
0: I, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> like what do like, okay, like Colorado kids, they had some wacky answers. And there I mean, and there were a handful of them, and they were great, and I love them. Um but I also I I was I spent like three days working on the X ray question and those were all my highlights that I was able to snatch. I spent half of one day working on these Colorado questions, and this is the shit I was getting. And like I'm again, most of the answers were wrong. Just wrong. What's one human activity? Boats. How? Boats on the water. D- no, d- that's not Duh. an answer. Duh.
1: Boats like, work on water power. That works on power. What, uh,
0: dirt water. Seed makes the dirt water. Stop Seed talking about the dirt, dirt water. water. Alex, more than one kid wrote d- about, about dirt water. I like what? All these, a ton of kids water. were talking about throwing dead animals in the water. Like that was I, honestly, it may have been the most common answer.
1: Throwing dead animals that you've killed, you've murdered, into the water. Yeah. Wow, standardized tests, man. That is weird.
0: Yeah. So, just heads up. Fuck Missouri. <laughs> like poor Missouri. Those kids are done. Like yish.
1: once you pass those arches in St. Louis, it's it's over.
0: If we have any listeners in Missouri, get your kids out of there. Like, don't <laughs> put any kids
1: there. Like, dirt- all right. Please give us some more. Cause dirt water can't just be mud, right? Like, it's got to be some kind of local. Like, heard a had a word for like pollution in water. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, you know that dirt war, dirt war, getting you know that dirt war. Like dirt water to them is like an oil spill, or like, dude, I don't know. It's got to be more than just he, mud. I, I, again, I looked at. Or are, are Missouri, are people in Missouri, like digging up lots of dirt and just putting it into the river? And to them, that's pollution.
0: I don't know. See, like ah. I spent four hours trying to cipher the minds of these little monster kids. I have no fucking clue what the hell. I mean, yikes, yikes. yikes.
1: I know this was temporary. You got to find a way to make this permanent.
0: Well, the the, the thing is I got in the last couple of days. I was there for the I was supposed to be there for a full week and I only ended up being there 4 days because they uh they, they ended it early because it was just with the it was like the, their deadline. Oh. So
1: Th- that's a that's a treat, man. I yeah. can't, I mean, as, as much as that's terrifying, and I'm sure you left there just, like, contemplating how Missouri can even function as a state, or how the people there live their weird lives, that is endlessly fascinating.
0: Seriously, I mean, really, like, what's going on in Missouri? The only thing I know about Missouri is that shitty fucking restaurant in Sykeston that everybody oh, from fuck. West Tennessee goes to. It's like, hey, they throw rolls at you. I'm sorry, we're going to take, like, what, like a two, two and a half hour uh, drive to go to a restaurant so they throw bread at us? Fuck
1: (laughs) you. That was always a big deal for people. Yeah. Anytime I would go to St. Louis, because I've been to St. Louis quite a few times, not knowing that Missouri was a horror, um, that there was something lurking in the minds of everyone there, uh, killing animals and putting them in the river Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the dirt water. (laughs) But always, it would be like, you know, I'm hungry. Oh, we should wait to go to that roll place. I think I've only eaten there once, and no one threw me a roll. Like, I think it was just weird. It was like, even the novelty had worn off. People were just, it was stupid.
0: I went there, I had to go there twice, and it was like always like a oh, big friend. deal. It was, because like, because again, I grew up surrounded by elderly people. And you know oh, who loves love that, that fucking place? Old people. It's basically it was like I don't know what the hell I don't remember the name of the restaurant, um. But basically, it's 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 like a fucking uh, Cracker Barrel, Ugh. except they throw bread at you. Like Ugh. somebody walks through with a basket of rolls, and they're like, "Anybody want a roll? Anybody want a roll?" And you say, "I want a roll," and they throw it at you, and you catch it, and then you eat bread. Like fuck that shit. First of all, I don't want anybody touching my bread. <laughs> like, well, I
1: think that they have to um. They have to use tongs to throw them, or at least when I went there. Did they? I think it was Lambert's Cafe. Ah, You know what their website is? Bring it. Throadrolls.com.
0: Oh, fuck that.
1: Throadrolls.com. Hey, come to Lambert's. Throad Rolls. Ugh. They use an inch mark in their uh, fucking logo, so fuck them. Ugh. Already. Y- yeah. Fun um. facts. Fish. We serve fish. Every day and cooked 90... no, 48,000 pounds of of fresh Mississippi pond-raised catfish. That's no fish story.
0: Oh, boy. Welcome to Lambert's. God damn it. Like, this place. Like, I mean, really. Like, why? What's the big fucking deal about this place? Like, why did, like, we drive, like, ridiculous distance to go here? I know old people like stupid things, but fuck this. Did I ever tell you that the mall walkers, uh, my grandparents
1: are mall walkers now, and they embrace it. Of course. But they've gotten to where um, they will do trips like this. Like, it'll, they'll go to the mall as early as they possibly can. We're talking, I'm sure, eight, maybe seven o'clock. They walk for maybe five minutes of the five to six hours they're at the mall. Um, and they play cards and they talk about old times and they really talk about what a great deal they get at coffee at the mall, or course, to other places. I don't understand it. But when it gets around 11, Or even 10, because they're old. They're just like, you know what? We should think about lunch. And apparently all the old people get into a caravan with their vehicles and they drive to a place maybe an hour away, maybe a few hours away. It would not surprise me that they would go on a a jaunt to Lambert's Cafe just out of whim. Because that's what old people do, I guess. They just love old... They just love... Restaurants and eating uh, I, and riding in the car and sitting down and talking about old times.
0: Before we get old, like, we need to make sure we have plenty of shit to do because I never want to be this fucking bored.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure when we're old, Brad, we'll definitely make a road trip to uh, Mike's restaurant up in uh, where's that De- not Detroit, where's that other place that's up there that's also ruined? Um, Mike being the character whose name I can't remember the actor's name. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Bob Golick. Bob Yeah, Golick, Bob so. Golick's
1: restaurant uh, from, say, by the Bell, college years fame. Yes, I mean, we'll be—I mean, that's the kind of restaurants we'll go to, right? Maybe.
0: Oh, I mean, that's not going to be old. We're going to do that, like, within the next—we're going to do that in the next five years. Oh, easily, yeah. It's in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're going to—that's where we're
1: going to broadcast uh, the 10th year anniversary podcast. If—I mean, we'll be—we've gone there before, but yeah,
0: Definitely. Uh, Bob Golick, sports bar and grill uh, Cleveland, Ohio, in the warehouse district
1: Jeez, be careful I mean, go, but be careful (laughs) (laughs)
0: Loaded fries with sour cream, bacon, and cheese No thank you (laughs) Why do
1: people go to the roll throwing place? You got me thinking about it now like in a serious manner, I'm like "Uh."
0: We went twice, and like, honestly I remember, the only thing, we went to like we went to like, uh, like an outlet outlet mall like a strip mall. I remember going to a bookstore that was awesome just cuz I was excited to go to a bookstore. Um nice. Because it was bigger than cuz at the time like we only had like the shitty mall bookstore I think and like the little uh, tiny Walden books.
1: Teens are Walden books. So I, I was, did love those bookstores though. Oh, they absolutely. each had their own charms.
0: But this was like a like a larger bookstore. It was still like an outlet bookstore and like crappy, but it was large. Um they
1: have bus tours and groups that go to Lamberts Cafe. Fuck this place.
0: I mean like this is the kind of place like if you lived there you might go once a year maybe.
1: Does it does it where is this place at wherever Lambert's Cafe Syxton, is? Syxton, Missouri. Is 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 it the is it the economy of Syxton, Missouri? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's got to be a small little place.
0: Oh, I mean let's let's learn about Hey guys, let's uh let's not act like those Missouri kids and let's learn something. I'm going to look up Syxton, Missouri. Let's
1: see what we can learn. While you're doing that, Brad, have you ever uh, heard of a restaurant called Dicks? Um, I don't think so. I would love to take you because I think it would be THE nightmare of your life.
0: Really? What's the, what's um, the story? Um, here's
1: the gimmick. No one throws rolls. Um, you go in, you sit down, and you basically pay to get berated by your uh, host or your waiter.
0: Hmm, one of those. Yeah. Mm.
1: Like, I don't even know how you would function in a place like that. If What if we accidentally happen into one of those restaurants not thinking about it, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, what's up? Oh, you're here to eat food. Like, I could just imagine that being the worst time for you.
0: Yeah, because it's just, like... Like, I know they're doing shtick, but that means they're just going to be interacting with you more. I,
1: I mean, that. yeah, and that's what you hate. I mean, that's... I, like, I don't
0: want interaction. Like, I, I don't... I want everything taken care of by sterile robots.
1: We should get that. We'll get you a robot, friend. When we're old, we'll have a robot do things for us in Ramjack. We'll get, uh, we'll get like, a fleet of awesomos.
0: I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page for Sykes in Missouri. Impressed? Um, it's pretty much the lamest. Um, there's, a, there's a section here for notable visitors... <laughs> Oh, notable visitors. And guess what? They're not very notable. Oh, Robert Wadlow, tallest known person in history. Visited. Cool. Bill Clinton's father died near Sykeston <laughs> after being thrown from his car and drowning in a drainage ditch. What? Didn't know that. Apparently, it happened three months before Clinton was born. That's wow. Crazy.
1: Hey, man, those rolls. People come from all over.
0: In 1955, a then-unknown 20-year-old Elvis performed at the Sykeston Armory along with Johnny Cash. Mm. Okay. Ronald Reagan was a, a guest in 1965 and a speaker. He was presented an honorary cotton picker of the Southeast Missouri plaque. Perhaps part of an April Fool's Day joke. Perhaps. (laughs) We <laughs> we don't that's... we we don't understand jokes very well
1: in Saxton. That's back before we kept <laughs> records of things that we did. It was like, just tales we told.
0: I mean, like oh my god, it at attractions, Lambert's Cafe is the first is the first thing.
1: Well of course, man. Chip I mean, advisor would tell you that's the only thing there.
0: Saxton Factory Outlet Mall. <laughs> it's also on the list. Oh fuck this shithole. I mean, it it's yikes. It also lists all the churches that are there. <laughs> worst wikipedia page worst place man i mean it's a real a place known
1: for its churches the people who visited it and their uh and their wonderful restaurant
0: notable that... people i'm Rose, looking Rose at you. looking for something here uh uh <laughs> brad Fennell, professional reba mcintyre impersonator <laughs> he now lives in sykeston <laughs> He now lives there. He loved it so much. Oh, manzies. I, I, like, this is just... I This is I, I just this imagine is there's someone...
1: I don't want to say there's someone who's tech-savvy that's, like, stuck in Sykeston but has really embraced it and has decided, you know what? I'm going to write everything down that I can about this place. And they will eventually find out that we did a podcast and talked about Sykeston, and then we will be uh, some of the the most famous people that talk about Sykeston. Yeah. Ramjack Podcast mentioned Sykes
0: on their fifth year anniversary episode. Hoi.
1: Just anything. anything,
0: Guys, stay the fuck away from Missouri. It is just terrible. All right, Alex, it's that super special time of the week when we talk about perfect strangers. Yay!
2: Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing to rearrange.
1: Um, uh, every week, Brad and I talk about a show very close to our hearts. One one week, we talk about Mr. Belvedere, and the next week, we talk about Perfect Strangers. Um, but we um, always play a game where we have to pit ourselves against a clock, and we have to um, basically summarize the episode in as close to a minute as possible without going over. Indeed. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is tough for some of us.
0: Alex, uh, it's your challenge this week. Uh, are you going to be able to summarize... Everything that happens in this episode it is close to a minute without going over and not going ridiculously under because then you look like a chump. Are you gonna be able to do this? It's gonna be hard. For the and love gonna... of Ray J, are you gonna be able to do this? <laughs> Please tell
1: me you've seen uh, at least advertisements for the show where there's women trying to win the affections of someone posing as Prince Henry. What? It is fucking amazing. I've only seen the first episode or the second episode. But yeah, they basically fly all these American women out to England. And they they basically gave them a test on whether they knew anything about England. And they don't. So they put him at this castle. And they have this guy who looks like Prince Henry. But he's just like an average dude in, in England. And it's basically The Bachelor. And they're trying to win his affection. And they all think he's Prince Henry. It is awesome. Wow. Um, one of my favorite lines, and I have to paraphrase it, is when this one woman says, Look, it's not black and white. He's, he's either going to like you or he won't. <laughs> it's like, Oh, honey. Hmm. You just,
0: you guys don't know things. <laughs> oh, we got some dirt waters over there.
1: <laughs> Look, you don't know. It's polluting, dirt water, seed, flower. Duh.
0: Yikes. Yikes.
1: Okay, let me think. Twink a <laughs> Um, I think I, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready for this, friend.
0: Alright, Alex. Think about it. Think about the characters involved. Think about all the all the things happening and you will be going in three, two, one, go. Guys, uh, Larry has to close his eyes because
1: Balky brought home a dog friend! Um, twist part, they can't have dogs in their apartment because of the contract Copsetti made them sign. But they decide, you know what, we're gonna do this anyway because Larry and Balky reminisce about their loved dogs and how awesome they were. And apparently they did a lot of things that dogs can't do, but whatever. So they decide they're gonna keep this dog and they're gonna hide it from Twinkasetti. Um, uh, they have a plan. Every time they go out in a ski mask and an over coats trying to make sure that no one sees it's them walking a dog when they take the dog out of course they have a plan to make sure the dog's hidden when Twinkasetti comes around to change the light bulb because he does that for some reason And of course, they're not going to let Twinkasetti find the dog there. Um, Twinkasetti does eventually find out they have a dog and have to get rid of it. Larry finds a wonderful home uh, for for the dog by these kids who live with their parents out on a farm. And Balky really doesn't want to let the dog go. But he says the dog decides to go by getting up and doing a little pirouette. And that's the sign Balky needs to let the
0: dog go. And that's the episode. One minute, eight seconds. God damn it. If you can summarize this episode in one minute, Alex, you gotta get, you gotta get back into training. I really, dude, there's nothing that happens in this episode, Absolutely really. nothing. Um, I was
1: trying to think back of all the things, because I wanted it to be accurate. Like, I wanted there to be enough meat in my ex- minute
0: explanation, but I, I put eight seconds too much, you're you right. Put eight seconds too much, and you got, and you incorrectly said the dog did a pirouette? The dog did the dance of joy. It did? I thought it did a pirouette. It no. looked like, I mean, it spun around it the in a dog circle. To do the dance of joy.
1: Okay, so, but the dance of joy does involve a pirouette. I forgot about the dance of joy part. My apologies.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, this thing starts off, and uh Larry's getting home. Balky's like, cousin, cover your eyes. I've got a big surprise for you. And Larry's like, I don't like surprises. <laughs> like, fuck this shit. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, it's gonna be great. I'll give you a hint. It's uh, bright green, it hangs from a tree, and it's 24 feet long. What? Excuse me, Malky, <laughs> what is this? And, like, I feel like there's a joke here that's just like cut in half, because I feel like I we could get Larry actually scared of a snake for a second. Oh, yeah. And then, like, but we don't do that. We just, like, he brings up the dog, and he's like, See, I tricked you. <laughs> I, and it, there's a dog. It's an adorable little dog. Brad, how does this rank against
1: a miniature golden doodle? Oh, it's not even FB close. FB variety. Not even it cool. is adorable, though. It has a nice shape to it. It's okay. It's, oh, come on. It's an adorable dog. <sighs> Don't give me okay. It's, it's a, a it's a fine dog. It's a little too fluffy for me. I don't like a fluffy dog. Um, they name it Super Days, right? Uh, s- yes. Yeah, That's super, how they're pronouncing Superdes. it, right?
0: Yeah. S U P R I D E S. Superdaze. It's a uh, Midposian for dog. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Larry's like, "Well, this is, he's great. I love him. He's awesome. But but we can't have we can't have a dog in here. I, I clearly, it's it's against. It's it, what does he say? Like he's very specific. It's like it's against our lease." Yeah, but he's
1: also very calm about it. Like, Larry's happy for Balky. It's one of these... It's an episode where Balky comes off kind of dumb, or yeah. very termit, turnip-like, and I don't know if I really enjoy those episodes as much. I mean, I still love it. It's Perfect Strangers. There's some good slapstick. But I'd have to say, overall, not not to just put this over it but this is one of the least interesting episodes of perfect yeah. strangers like it really didn't deliver as much as it has been definitely
0: i like. i i did not remember this episode at all
1: yeah you're not gonna remember it we won't remember it in five years no to we be sure you
0: won't remember it tomorrow <laughs> yeah. it's uh it's just it's forgettable um but larry they, so when Can we, let's talk about let's talk about what what balky's wearing here in this first scene oh,
1: okay okay okay
0: because there's not a lot of fashions going on because again we're pretty much just in the apartment well we are just in the apartment this episode But Balky is wearing like a blue shirt and a crazy vest, but then this jacket over it. What the fuck is this garbage?
1: Balky's layering things very weird. Like, yeah. I don't know what he's looking. I don't know what look he's going for. And honestly, I'm not sure what Larry's going for either.
0: But I mean, Larry's standard fare. He's got he's got a button up like plaid shirt with like a vest over it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not great, but it's not. It's not what Balky's doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Balky's like, in his, his, the, the collar is weird in his shirt too. It's very upsetting to me. Yeah,
1: it's maybe just, like a, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on. Really, the jacket is the thing that really makes it weird. Oh, because yeah. in the front, it looks strange. But from the back, it's like, is he wearing like a pinstripe suit? That's a really like worn jacket. Is that like heavy wool? And he yeah, turns around like, and you're like, what dude, what are you doing?
0: What are you doing? It, like you doing? I, it is an upsetting, upsetting coat.
1: All that to say, like you said, Brad, um, Larry is very—he humors Balky a lot here. He says, mm-hmm. "Well, Balky, it's a pretty dog, but I, we just can't keep it. We've got—we've got our
0: lease, and there's an, a contract agreement that we can't have dogs." Twinka said he hates dogs. He evicted the last people for having dogs. I, I so all right. Twinka said, like, "You're in an apartment. You can't have a dog. That's just—I—I." I, yeah, it's just what it is. So yeah. uh, then they start reminiscing about their dogs and Larry's like, oh, I had a great dog. His name was Spot. And uh, he was great. He would fetch the paper every morning and so then they start doing this one-upping thing where it gets
1: out of control.
0: Yeah, Balky's like, "Oh, he would. My dog would fetch the, would fetch my slippers." And he's like, "Well, our my dog would bring us this, bring every family member the section of the newspaper they wanted." Oh uh, well, my dog. I, I like I, it's it's fucking insane. Yeah,
1: Balky says, "Well, my dog would bring home the town crier."
0: Huh. No, huh, the, the spot he, he would sound bring so home, big. He would drag home the local gossip. That's what it was. <laughs> And I want to say, do you think this was, I
1: mean, it wasn't ad-libbed, but the way that Larry delivers the line where he goes a little bit over the top, and I can't remember what it was.
0: He no, he says, say, yeah, he says, uh, uh well, well, Spot would read us, would would read the paper to us. Because Balky, Balky says, he did not read you the paper.
1: And Larry says, all right, he didn't read the paper, but he was a good dog. I loved him. The way that he, that's delivered and handled is interesting.
0: Like, No, no, it wasn't to read the paper. Like, they keep going. Oh, um, well, I do. Because then Balky goes, Couscous could uh, play the mandolin. Lin. Oh, because his name was
1: Couscous. Yeah,
0: and then Larry says, uh, Spot did my taxes. Yeah, that, and that's where it went too that's far. That's
1: when Baki's like, okay, look, a dog can play the mandolin. I've seen it, but no dog does taxes. They're bad at math. All right, he didn't do taxes, but he was a good dog. He was a good dog.
0: So they're, they're bonding over the dog. They decide, well, our uh, here's what he says. he says. Our lease forbids it. He keeps saying our lease forbids it. It's like such a weird phrasing. Our what, lease forbids negotiate? dogs.
1: I want to think they negotiated a lower rate between Cassetti and said, all right, but I forbid any animals in here.
0: Boy. Boom, uh...
1: boom, boom.
0: What this this episode really needs is a (laughs) B-plot.
1: It really does. Yeah, because it has nothing.
0: No, it's nothing. And I understand sometimes we get like... They don't really flesh out a B-plot or have a C-plot just because of the... Because of the fact they're going to do so much physical comedy in an episode of Perfect Strangers. But this one, there's really not.
1: Well, a lot of the ones... The one where they went to the... the gym to work out. Yeah. I mean that didn't really have a bleep like a B plot, but it was still a very awesome episode. Like that yeah. was hugely entertaining.
0: Well, cuz they usually they usually trade that off for, you know, more physical comedy bits. But yeah. this episode doesn't really have that.
1: You know what they're doing? They're resting on the laurels of having a live animal on set. Mm. That's what happened. Humanity, it's,
0: don't rest on a, your laurels.
1: Yeah, man's best friend? Mm. I don't know.
0: I right, so we're eight minutes into the episode, and all of a sudden, uh, we're halfway through it, and they're like, they've decided they're gonna keep the dog, yeah, and just try to pull one over on Twinkasetti. Like, how long is this gonna work? I mean, they they work there. If they if they just lived there, that would be one thing. But yeah, they work there, and also dogs bark. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. This
1: doesn't make sense. Even if you have the quietest dog, it's gonna bark at some point.
0: Yeah. So, I, I don't, I, you know, it's, it doesn't make sense. Um, but there's a whole thing where uh, Larry feeds the dog, like, uh, sour cream and onion potato chips, and he likes them. And he's like, don't tell Balky. Yeah. And then they, they hear Twinkiesetti coming, and they've got this whole, like, system set up. Uh, they've got a red alert, and they, you know, they quickly, like, they're uh, doing the, they're spraying air freshener. They're taking putting all the dog stuff outside, putting the dog in the closet, dustbustering the place. Like, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. The
1: 80s dustbuster oh, yeah. makes an appearance. Absolutely crazy.
0: Oh, the um, dustbuster! Valky
1: accidentally locks Larry, or shuts Larry up in the closet with the dog, which is mm-hmm. where the dog's supposed to take refuge in when uh, Twinkasetti's around.
0: Yeah. It turns out it's a false alarm. Uh, Twinkasetti was just changing a light bulb in the hallway. Uh...
1: He does tell them to make this one last. So I don't know if, like, there's been someone flicking the light or what's going on, but that's a weird comment to make. Well, I think the idea is cheap said he's cheap. Oh, he's super, I mean, he's super I mean, cheap.
0: It's a, it's a lame joke. It, like, this episode is just resting on its laurels. It really is. Um, I mean, the dog
1: is really well trained. I will give it that.
0: Sure, but, I mean, eh. It's just, it's not that great. Um, we see uh, Malky's taught the taught the dog uh, the Meepo Dance of Joy. Nice. They do that. Then they decide, well, it's time to take the dog for a walk. So they put on their ski mask and coats and go out the fire escape. <laughs> the and Lay's is something like,
1: all right, you guys will hide in the dumpster. I'm going to push you to the park where we'll get out and it'll be safe for us to walk. <sighs> uh, the leaps, uh, hey, look, people go to extremes to make sure their pets are happy.
0: Well, listen, like, whatever I have to do for little Cromwell, of course I'm yeah. willing to do it. But I, this dog in a Cromwell, like, he's just not.
1: Brad would do anything for a dog, but he's not going to do this. And not for this little Teens weens Super Days but He's not pup. Teens
0: Weets. He's, he's, he's a pretty, I mean, he's not Well, big, okay,
1: I meant, I meant Teens Weets in personality and okay. charisma. Yeah, yeah. He cannot compete with a golden Doodle. Brad's no. actually gotten me following the... Uh, the Instagram of the Golden Doodles and they're pretty adorable. Nice. One of them got a haircut like... recently and he looks all a little he looks a little different, but in a good he
0: still looks good. He just looks more I, I don't know which one you're talking about, Alex, because I follow like eight golden doodles on Instagram. <laughs> like you're gonna have to be more specific. I really wish people
1: <sighs> I really wish people could see us record sometimes, because Brad's facial expressions went through a whole. Like when I was talking about, um, I said something about dogs on Instagram, and your eyes went like defensive for a second, like, "Oh no, this dog, this dog can't compete with those dogs." And then when I said I followed you, you're
0: like, "Oh yeah, those are beautiful dogs."
1: Brad really loves golden doodles, guys. I love them. I love them. I Gold need anything one. for him. I
0: need one. I need
1: it. You'll get one soon, Brad. Don't worry, Just.
0: Listen, I, I found I found a local breeder that, and their dogs are much cheaper than other dogs. They're only fifteen hundred oh. for a dog. Fifteen hundred for a dog? Great deal. They're usually I've seen them as high as twenty eight hundred.
1: You should hang around the park and wait for an owner to leave their golden doodle behind, and then pick it up, and then pretend to put it out or give it to the authorities to make sure. You know it can be claimed like Balky did, because I'm pretty sure Balky just stole this dog. Yeah, yeah like that's his story, but he, I know he, he stole says this dog.
0: He he saw it outside, and then like uh, um the uh the they took he, the guy came and took it to animal jail, and he had to go to animal jail. And <laughs> that's what Balky
1: thinks kennels are. And, animal jail.
0: And when he went there. They said if no one claimed it, he could have it. So he went back the next day and got it. I mm. do um, just scrolling through my Instagram feed right now, I'm seeing a uh, Brixtogram, T A G R A M, there's one. Um who else have we got? Where's my golden doodles at, y'all?
1: <laughs> this is when you need a, uh, the ability to filter people on Instagram into folders or yeah. some sort of system to where you can actually have more curated lists. Uh, Instagram, run with that idea. Just go with Indeed. it. It's cool. Yeah, I'm just sorry. Take I'm,
0: looking, I'm looking at it on the web right now, so it's a little slow.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a little different experience, but it's fine. No worries, but,
0: man. Yeah. There's Boomer the Doodle. Booms!
1: That may be the one I'm following.
0: He's He's a champion. He's one of my favorites. He's kind of the best dog. I'm I really just champion.
1: went to your... F- I really went to your feed, Brad, and saw who you were following. And the first dog I just looked at was like, oh! And then just started following him.
0: Yeah. It's it's a way to go. Like, listen up, friends. Just it, it'll it, like you know Instagram. You see like a bunch of stuff. Like there's a bunch of like oh look at this stupid thing I'm eating. That's not that great. I'm bored. Oh I'm at this place. Yeah whatever. Oh this is me. I'm doing the like I all right. There's a lot of garbage on Instagram. <laughs> uh, look, really shit is. Together. What you do is you fill your feed with cute dogs, and then like every like you know five or six photos, you're bound to see something awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, Indy the Doodle, also a great dog. Straight up champion to the cause. (laughs) Champion to the cause. That is the... uh, The cause of cute dogs.
1: Yeah. So, Larry and Balky have shown that they will do anything for this dog. Or at least this is now the point where we realize that they may be crazy about this dog to unhealthy levels. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Twinkasetti, I guess,
0: is getting wise? I... Well, he 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 comes up to get the the rent check because uh, Larry's like, I thought you were going to pay the rent. I thought you paid the rent. Where's the check? I don't know. So he comes up to get the rent, and they're like, oh, we'll hurry up, balky Take the dog into the back. I'll write the check. So he writes the check, but then the dog barks. he hears it. So the ruse is up. Twink- oh,
1: dude. We have to, you have to wait just a second, because before Twinkasetti realizes there's a dog, my favorite part of this whole episode is when Balki comes from the back in his robe and says, Oh, Twinkasetti! Oh, I thought that happened before that. My bad. Yeah. Alright, go ahead then.
0: Uh, So Twinkasetti comes in, and, you know, he's, he's, clearly, there was a dog barking, so he knows that there's a dog there. The ruse is up. So he's looking around, trying to find the dog. Larry quickly shuts a cabinet. Twinkie said he opens it, which I'm like, hey, fuck you. Don't open people's cabinets, asshole. Uh, But inside there's dog food. And Larry's like, oh, well, this is my new health thing. I I eat this. It's healthy. So Twinkie said he's like, eat some. And he does, as you'd expect. I mean,
1: it's not dog food. It's all person food. You'd be surprised how many nutrients are in there. That being said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I work for the digital division of Kroger. But I was downtown recently, and they show products, uh, our new products that Kroger's developing. And Kroger has a brand of dog food that, looking at the bag, you can't tell it's dog food. (laughs) I want to say there's not really a dog on it. And if you couldn't read, you could easily think that this was not dog food. We kind of made fun of it for a second. So I, it was fun to see that, and then see an episode of Perfect Strangers where someone actually totes dog food as, oh, it's all, it's all creature food. Nice. <laughs> I want to think Kroger was watching, uh, yeah, and its branding and thought, well, look, we'll market it toward dogs ish, but anyone can buy it, need it. It's good food.
0: Nice. Um, also, a uh, shout out to Jensen the Doodle just popped up. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Brad's
1: got all his doodles.
0: Um, so at this point, uh, you know, Twinkie said he, of course, is not buying this. No, of course uh, not. And then Balky emerges from the bedroom wearing uh, Larry's robe and, like, a scarf, with carrying a book.
1: <laughs> and he says... Oh, to Mr. Twinkle Setti, you, you, you catch me unawares. And he says that like a few times, and he's just like, oh, oh so oh, good oh. <laughs>
0: Like, that, is, that yeah. is the
1: highlight. That is, yeah. Oh, this... Mr.
0: Twinkle you catch me unawares. Yeah.
1: At that point, I was like, all right, the episode's back. Let's see what happens. It doesn't yeah. quite recover fully, but.
0: No, that's, it's... this is, sorry, guys, this is the highlight. <laughs> um, But uh, Twinkie Setti's like, I know there's a dog here. There's a dog in that back bedroom. I'm like, that's crazy. That's my, there's hair here. There's dog fur. That's. My girlfriend, she sheds. She's from Norway. I, is that a thing? I don't get the joke.
1: No, I think maybe she's just a foreigner, maybe right. he has hair. Um, Larry makes Balky eat dog food for no reason. He does like it's not, it's not like Twinkie said even volunteers that Balky eat it. Larry just says, Hey, Balky, eat this dog food.
0: Yeah, he's he's
1: <laughs> and he's, forces he's, he's, him.
0: Yeah, he's like, uh, here, uh, hey, I was just telling Twinkie about uh, our new health regime. Uh, why don't you have some? And then he shoves, shoves it in his mouth. I mean, all right, Larry, Larry, that's weird. He didn't have to do that. What's Larry
1: doing? What's
0: Uncle Pete doing? Hmm. There you go.
1: That's who's coming out. I got
0: some theories about Uncle Pete. (laughs) So, um... Twinkie said he's not buying it. All of a sudden, the dog uh, is uh, somehow opens the bedroom door and runs outside of the apartment.
1: Yeah, just bolts.
0: Uh, Larry sees this and is like, "Oh, okay. Well, Twinkie said if you want to look in the bedroom, feel free." So he does. He's like, "Ah, oh, all right. I know there's a dog here somewhere. When I find it, you either get rid of the dog or I'm getting rid of you." As you would expect.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have <laughs> a lease. It's in their lease agreement.
0: Yeah, it's like I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this episode. Like I, it, I, I get it. You want, you want a dog pal. Everybody. wants wants a dog pal but
1: i about to say if anyone can understand the plight of these men it's you brad like but, these men desperately want a dog
0: yeah move to a place where you can have a dog pal yeah also um guys shout out to uh you had me at jerry you had me <laughs> at jerry uh one of my favorites he's a straight up champion to the cause <laughs> what cause brad the cause of cute dogs okay okay just making sure she's champion straight up champion um so, I, I, and like, oh, we're a commercial break. Oh, sorry, no, we're not a commercial break. Um, so they close the door and they're like, oh, all right. Well, how did he get out? Apparently, Balky trained the dog to open the door with his teeth. Okay. At which point, there's a knock at the door, and there's Twinkasetti with the dog. <sighs> and again, he says, hey, get rid of the dog, or I'm kicking you out. Uh, commercial break.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> Um, see, when Brad said earlier that the jig was up or the ruse was up, I thought... For some reason, in my mind—I guess I registered it as it wasn't until this moment that it was actually like, oh, he got him.
0: I feel oh like the, there was moment. never, there was no ruse. That's the problem. I mean, there it's was opposite. none.
1: There is zero ruse. I mean, they know there's a dog. Twinkie said he knows there's a dog, but for some reason, I believed enough in, <laughs> in Bucky <Bounty laughs> that it registered in my heart of hearts, seriously, that that was the yeah that they'd fold it. They'd
0: fooled him, Alex. Alex, you're trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. You think Twing is they're going to be able to pull one over on Twing Acetti when there's clearly a dog. Bar You think these dirt water kids actually know what they're talking about. Like, trust. It's just not happening. This episode, I mean, like, again... I, we're at the 16 minute mark. Oh, I'm sorry, no. We're we're past that. We're at the 17 minute mark. I, episode is almost over. There's seven minutes left. What has happened? They had a dog, their landlord found out about the dog, now they gotta get rid of the dog. Like, so we're in the last act now. <laughs> uh there he comes in, he's wearing his uh his badass jacket again. Yeah. Um, his Uncle Pete jacket.
1: Maybe too badass for the rest of his outfit oh, that definitely. he always wears with it.
0: Definitely. Uh but he's like, Hey Balky, I know you're upset about the dog. But uh, I found a nice farm you can go up to and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, Uncle Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice dog. where there's kids you can play with and other dogs you can go on dates with. And it's oh, not really fair to keep a dates. dog in an apartment in Chicago.
1: This is the first time Larry has a voice of reason in this episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, other great. than
1: like I guess initially he's like, Balkey, we can't get a dog. So Balkey's kind of like, no, right? Like yeah. Balkey says, no, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let Twin uh take away Super Days. It's not
0: happening. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, all right, well, then you guys need to start looking for a different apartment. I mean, there's, I, I don't understand, like, there's solutions here, like, just... Yeah, I mean, there's not the really dog. any
1: conflict in this episode at all.
0: Like, uh, why wasn't Larry being an adult from the beginning and being like, hey, we just can't have a dog? Balky, uh,
1: his siren song, he was just telling him a story about his old dogs, or that old dog I mean, spot, listen. And suddenly it's like,
0: all right, let's keep the dog. If, like, if, like, I had a golden doodle all of a sudden, and, like... I was going to have to get rid of them. I would be like, well, I just need to find a new place to live then. <laughs> like, I, those are your options. Like, you can't scheme, though. Like, I, I, it's not going to happen. It's just dumb. I, this episode is dumb. I don't like it. So uh, he's like, well, listen, I found a great family. I spent some time talking to them. Uh, you're going to love them. They got a farm. Uh, they're downstairs. Why don't you meet them? Uh, eventually, Balky gives in. And he has a little heart to heart with the dog. Yeah, and
1: this is one of the weirder parts of the episode for me. Mm -hmm. Because Balky is crazy. He comes off as insane when he's talking to this dog. Yeah. Now, people talk to their animals, but they don't say things like, look, just go to this family for a little bit, and you know what? Wait for me. He basically tells the dog to wait for him until they have a house so that he can have the dog in.
0: Yeah. Balky, what is wrong? (laughs) Uh, Here's my question. Um, In the last seasons, um, last season, I think, when they buy the big farmhouse. I wonder, does Palky go back and get the dog?
1: That would be amazing if a dog, they just suddenly had a dog. Oh, please, perfect strangers, answer answer our queries like Mr. Belvedere routinely does. Seriously, um, I, so, uh... Wait, wait for me, dog. If Hey, and if you're cool with this dog, give me a sign. Just do something. Give me a sign.
3: Palky, uh, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, because
0: the woman and her two kids, like, they come up and they're like, oh, wow, he's the greatest dog ever. We love him. And they're like, you know, cute, precocious kids loving the dog. Yeah. And he's like, can we keep him? And, Le- and they look to Larry and Larry's like, well, you'll have to ask Balky. It's his decision. No, it's not. It's like, the not The is choice. made. Like, Balki,
1: but then Balky kind of looks at Super Days and says, no, it's not my choice. That choice belongs to another. Super Days. What do you think? And the Super Days looks off into like nowhere. Now we know that the trainer is telling the dog to do yeah. the dance of joy. But if you take it as just this yeah. dog in a in a room, this dog looks off into the corner of the room, stands up and does the dance of joy. Yeah. Or some of us might confuse it a dog pirouette. Like and everyone is is laughing, and that's that's the cue. That's what Balky was waiting for uh. a sign. Yeah.
0: So they thank him, they take the dog. Um, um Balky kisses the dog. Balky and the dog share a fucking, like, yeah, French it, kiss. Straight up mouth kissing the dog. It's gross. I, listen, That that's not gonna be happening with me and Cromwell. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you and Cromwell aren't gonna straight, trade doggy kisses? Never. That's but gross. But what if he's cute? What if he, what if he's he He is the, he's the cutest dog. He's the cutest dog in existence that doesn't exist yet. Um, but that's not gonna
1: happen. What if you wake up in the morning, he's like licking the side of your face, and you're like, oh, I love this dog, and you're like, Mwah. Licky, go,
0: no, no, licking the side of a face is one thing. Uh, making out with a dog is another.
1: <laughs> no. Um <laughs> it looks really uncomfortable for the dog. Yeah, like it does. I really want to say that they trained the dog to lick balky's face. The dog did not want to kiss balky No. And it's not a slam on the actor who plays Balky or the character. Dogs don't want to kiss people normally.
0: It's weird. It's fucking weird. So, yeah, they give him the dog, and then, um, you know, Balky is upset, and Larry's like, well, hey, uh, they'll take good care of him. Don't worry about it. And, hey, uh, think about it. Maybe we can get some other kind of pet. Maybe we can get, like, a hamster or a fish or something that we can have in the apartment. And Balky's all excited, and he wants to go to the pet store immediately. Already forgotten about
1: Super Dace.
0: Yeah. He that
1: dog ain't gonna show up in later seasons. I'm gonna go ahead and call it now. I really hope he does. Yeah. I I want at the end of an episode, like in the post credit, like while the credits are rolling, for them to get like a ding dong, and he goes to the front door and opens, it, and Super Days is just standing there. That'd be pretty awesome.
0: I'm all right with forgetting about Super Days. <laughs> I, yeah. Ugh.
1: Back he opens the door and immediately slams it in Super Day's face.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't know who this is. <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to my fish. I do not know you. <laughs> you are dead to me. <laughs> too late
1: just slams the door
0: (laughs) no thank you um yeah I I really didn't think there was an actual uh, farm this dog was going to though until until that family showed up oh
1: the family still may be killing the dog who knows oh it's very
0: possible those are not farm kids
1: those aren't a family (laughs)
0: Lady paid those people (laughs) on the streets (laughs) just extras yeah Uncle Pete paid those people, not Larry. Yeah. Larry wouldn't went down. He
1: went down to that coffee house or that gas station where Balky got uh, Larry's uh, birthday guests. Makes sense. This is payback. This is what we call a long con, ladies and gentlemen. Um... So, that's the episode, and as Brad said, a very disappointing episode of Perfect really Strangers. Is. I hate to say that, because me and Brad like to keep the show up, and we like to talk about it and be really excited, but there's only so much you can do with an episode like this.
0: Yeah, this one was terrible.
1: Perfect Strangers is a great show, but, eh, everyone yeah, everyone messes up sometimes. Brad, best dress, worst dress in this episode?
0: I mean, there's not a lot to work with. Again, we never leave the apartment.
1: Oh, no, it's pretty much a Larry and Balky show.
0: But Balky wears a lot of terrible things. Um, yeah. In the last scene, he's wearing this... Uh, this this shirt that is yellow and gray, like mustard yellow and gray stripes, and the vest on top of it has a design of which I don't understand. It may be Cthulhu? I don't know.
1: It could be Cthulhu.
0: It's definitely a, a it's like a light purple
1: against blue, and it, cl- it does not go with the yellow shirt at no. all.
0: No, I don't know what's happening. It's bad. Yeah, but... I, I I gotta go back to that. Oh, God, and his pants are also, like... I yeah. thought they were jeans, but they're, like, checkered. They're, like, yep. blue. Fuck that.
1: Dude, I almost say that's worse dressed by a long shot. Is
0: that worse than the jacket in the first scene? I mean, scene? that's a mess. You know what? I want to say they're both... On, I mean, which do you think is worse? I Honestly, I think the jacket in the first scene is is the worst.
1: The jacket alone, okay, yeah. The jacket alone ruins the first outfit yeah. more so than the checkered pants ruins Balky's last outfit.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: But it's close. Like, it is it is a photo finish on Worst Dressed on that front.
0: Yeah. The first scene, he looks like he's dressed like a clown. Like, like a clown clown. I Like, I don't... <laughs> Like a clown clown, not one of those. <laughs> other not like clowns. he's dressed like a clown. He is dressed up like a circus clown.
1: Not like a class clown, Alex, but like a circus clown. <laughs> a clown clown, if you will. Nice. Um. Yeah, you're right. I I want to see an episode where uh Marianne and Jennifer, which I always want to say Marianne and Ginger, for some reason my mind goes Gilligan Island with mm. the name Marianne. Um. But Marianne and Jennifer, I want I want them to take Larry and Balky on a fashion
0: forward like oh, makeover. Be good. Yeah, we could just we could do a really good fashion montage. Dude, yeah. I could go for that. Um That's what I want. What about best dressed? That's hard.
1: Um, this is gonna sound crazy. Twinkasetti is at least wearing a suit that matches. He is. Um, the family suggest, that comes in. Uh,
0: I was going to suggest Balky in the robe with the scarf.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'd be cool with that. Even though the mom, when she comes in at the end, is very dressed very nice. She's very professional. She's got a scarf on, too. But I just love that. Since that was my favorite part of the episode when Balky came out and was caught unawares, guests <laughs> in our home, Cousin Larry, you did not tell me. Uh, <laughs> that, that alone, I think. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, Balky was best dressed in that robe and that scarf. Nice. Alright, Bunky, best dressed and worst dressed. High highs? Low lows.
0: (laughs) Very low lows. lows. Medium (laughs) highs. Medium (laughs) highs. Low lows.
1: (laughs) Brad, who won and lost in this episode? Oh, fuck. Um... This is the worst episode of Perk
0: It really is. Like, who won and who lost? Oh, I I guess... Uh, did Super Days win? I guess Super Days Super won. Days
1: got to chill out in the city. He, he had got,
0: two humans. He got like, rescued catering. from the pound.
1: Yeah, he got rescued from dog jail. Who it, knows what he did to get in there?
0: And now he's uh, living on a farm. So yeah, Super Days wins. Super Days straight up
1: wins. Is this the first non-human to win an episode? Maybe. Possibly. Who lost?
0: <sighs> Um, me? I don't know. Um... The audience. Uh, me. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, P.S. Uh, Super Days was played by Friday. <laughs> the dog was named Friday. <laughs> Joe bum, Friday.
1: Bum, 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 Don't get, get all a the voiceovers for, for the dog. Um... Nice. Who
0: lost? I... I mean, I guess Balky. It's the obvious one. Yeah, because Balky doesn't
1: get a dog. And Balky goes fucking crazy at the end of the episode and talks to
0: the dog and asks... The dog to wait for him. Yeah, Balky is not only dumb in this episode, he's also insane. He also makes out with the dog for a second. Yeah. Awkward. Weird. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Balky loses. Balky straight up loses. Now,
1: my question to you, Brad, is this episode uh, better than the worst episode of Mr. Belvedere? Because we almost stopped watching Mr. Belvedere, if people remember.
0: Yeah. We because there were a close.
1: series of just lame episodes.
0: Uh, I, like I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. Let me go back and like t- take a look. And what those See, early Belvederes were like. And it was the ones close to the
1: end of the first season. Because we were watching it and thought, I don't know about this anymore. Yeah. Because they started focusing too much on Marsha and George. And it just wasn't as good. Like, they didn't find their stride yet.
0: Yeah. That was, being said, we, I still look The only thing that saved is we watched the first episode of the second season and was like, oh, well, this is a bit better. Let's give it one more.
1: Yeah. And then it just, and now it's crazy. Yeah. And we love it. So part of me is like, hey, those first episodes of Belvedere, they were just trying to find their stride. They were bad, but it's still kooky because it's the idea of Mr. Belvedere. This episode of Perfect Strangers is just bad.
0: Yeah, I...
1: And I think perfectstrangers.tv knows it because there's not a lot of extra stuff mentioned in the episode at all. Like, normally at the end, they'll talk about alternative scripts, all kinds of interesting stuff. And this one's pretty dry.
0: Um, can I, I th- uh, point out that there were only seven episodes in the first season of Belvedere?
1: What? Yeah. Those were seven. I mean, those last three were pretty rough.
0: Well, um, actually, okay. Well, no, the last three, um, there was the one with the homeless woman. Like, Heather brought the homeless woman home. That one was pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome.
0: Um, and there's the one where, uh, they th- with the seal. And... And the one before that, uh, this episode I don't know about it all. Oh, um, the last weekend, George and Marsh take a vacation to Florida, and they leave Belladere in charge. Yeah, that's Heather's, when they stuck in a hurricane? concert. Oh Wesley yeah, brings a massage therapist over for a stri- uh, brings over the hooker. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: when, that's the when uh I'm looking Kevin when some got. These, I don't
0: remember some of these. There's one that's when the, Kevin drove through the cemetery.
1: Remember? Yeah, yeah, hooker? I remember it
0: now. But I'm looking got at his these first blowjob or like had sex for the first time. Yeah, but what's this episode where George takes Belvedere and Wesley to a wrestling match? And he, I don't
1: remember that one at all. He
0: picks a fight with George and ends with Belvedere defending George.
1: Oh yeah, okay, I remember that now. Mm-hmm. And then George feels emasculated.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't remember that one.
1: All. Velveteer comes in, like, puffing his chest out. Um, I will say this. According to the TV website, uh-huh. um, there are a few interesting things in this episode of Perfect Strangers that we missed.
0: Wait, sorry. Uh, what was that again?
1: Uh, in the episode of Perfect Strangers, if I can go back to it for a second, there are some things that we didn't know about that um, come to light on this website that are pretty interesting. Okay. One of them... Um, where is where okay I'm sorry I lost my place. Um th- the little girl who comes in at the end that gets super days she goes on to uh have a role as as Penny uh, on the spin-off *Family Matters*, she gets a consecutive gig.
0: No, like no, think... she's playing uh, Laura's best friend during the first season for a couple of episodes. Oh, my bad. Yeah, there's, that's the best information they could add to this. Like it's that and fun. that and apparently at one
1: point, um, Super Days looks off stage, waiting for a cue from the trainer. And uh the actor plays Balky, ad libs, and he improvs the line. He's thinking it over, and they kept it, I guess. Yeah. That's that's Perfect Strangers. <sighs> God, I but God. I actually it's awesome that we forgot some of those early episodes of Mr. Belvedere though.
0: Yeah, but they sound like I mean, on paper at least they sound better than Oh yeah. Than this episode. I I, I think this, this episode would go toe to toe with the worst uh early episode of Belvedere. I agreed. Agreed. So, next episode though looks uh, next episode looks to be pretty good though. So, uh, you know, we'll enjoy that one. Uh, we'll be talking about Belvedere next, and then the week after that, the perfect stranger episode will be called uh, "Since I Lost My Baby."
1: <laughs> well, title alone, title alone, that's gonna be awesome. Definitely, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Ram Jack. Uh, we really appreciate it. Brad, it's always a pleasure to do the show with you. Definitely. Guys, there's many ways you can get in contact with us. and One of our favorite methods is voicemail. Indeed. Uh, Brad, what's the phone number?
0: The number is 206-339-5894. And if I'm not mistaken, we have quite a few voicemails to get through. We do indeed.
3: Hey, Ramjack. It's John Pernicek here calling you about a potential monster... Guys, I don't know anymore. I, I encounter people who may be monsters. At this point, I think I just need some ad- advising on who is and who is not a monster. I went to a couple of podcast tapings. Jen Kirkman was taping her podcast, I seen Fun. She did two tapings tonight at the hideout in Chicago. I just got back from those. A little bit drunk, don't judge me. And we were waiting outside. Hello, RamJack. It's me again. I don't know what happened. Perhaps my beautiful, silken, satiny cheek rubbed up against my smartphone and cut myself off. I don't know what happened. But in any case, I was talking about Jen Kirkman's podcast tapings. We were waiting in line outside of the venue, and there, were, there was this couple that kept creeping up on me. They kept like... Pushing up against me as if that was going to help them get a better seat once the doors opened. And then once the doors did open, they like brushed against me like they fucking like bumped against me. And when we were waiting outside before the doors were open, the woman sneezed and the guy said, bless you for the entire evening. And she just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And I thought to myself, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Stop nudging into me. But I don't know. They weren't the worst people in the world. They were just annoying. And then as I was coming home from the podcast tapings, this gay guy gets on the train and he's like in his maybe like late 20s, early 30s. He's got running shorts and like a neon green t-shirt like he had just been jogging, but he was very drunk. He got on the train and he was very drunk. And I can relate because you know, I'm drunk right now. That's fine. But when you're drunk on the train, sit down because otherwise you're going to be thrown around like a faggy ragdoll. And who wants that? Like he was grabbing onto every uh, handrail and pipe that he could. He was just desperate to gain some sort of consistent equilibrium. And he was being thrown around like a ragdoll. And then right as he was, right as the train was coming up to his platform, that he was going to get off the train. He was, He was going to be fine. I noticed that from his shorts, there was a drippage. There was a drippage from his shorts, and I thought to myself, "It's raining." But when he stepped onto the train, he didn't—he didn't, he didn't seem soaked. It's not been raining that hard, I, I don't think. I don't think. I think this is a recent drippage, and it's come, Oh, it's coming from his, his short leg, like the leg of his shorts is what I mean to say, and I think he's pissing himself. I think mean, this gay guy who got on the train drunk is straight up pissing himself, making a full-out puddle, and a couple of blind people got off the train after after this, and then walked through the puddle, and a, pe- a pair of people who could see told them which side of the train to get out on, and then that couple walked through the gay piss. You just walked through that gay dude's piss. Everyone. Hey, blind people. Hey, seeing people. People of sight. You all walk through as pissed. This is life. This is what this life is. You think you're better than anyone? You're not better than anyone. You're not better than the blind person. You're not better than the gay person. Everyone steps through gay people pissed. Everyone. You're not better than me. I'm probably going to call I can read a lore whimsic column out loud. So bye. Amazing.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. First of all, those, all those people definitely monsters. Yeah, definitely straight monsters. up. But uh, is Brett is Jonathan asking for a formal definition of monster? Uh, you, listen, those are monsters. You know in your heart they're monsters, Jonathan. That's why you call They're monsters.
1: <laughs> I love that monster can be slightly ambiguous. Uh, it's not ambiguous at all. But but I would have, I would err on the side. Some of those that. <sighs> That guy on the train, first off, Brad, you would consider him a monster. He's got shorts on.
0: Yeah, monster already. Yeah.
1: Um, He's also he's probably flinging his body around, yeah. and he's urinating on himself. Yeah,
0: can't have that. Can't have that. He can't. He and the can't com- have And a couple with the Brad's, and like, Brad's like advocating- bless you for the entire evening. Fuck that. Brad, are you advocating
1: we suit up and get rid of the monsters <laughs> of the world? You're like, can't have that. Can't have it. We can't. Not a monster. Can't Not on my
0: watch. Gotta stop him. Gotta stop him. I'm gonna be the cop that stops him monster cop
1: monster cop coming to the CW
0: Um,
1: (laughs) nice really looking forward to that Jesus show can't wait to see whether it happens in present day or in old timey old timey fictional (laughs) Bethlehem
0: you have fun with that I'll be watching The Flash
1: That would be fun to start uh, every week doing a, re- a small recap of The Jesus Show versus The Flash. Nice.
0: Just a small one. We'll do it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Jesus having trouble with his moms this week. And meanwhile, Flash is fighting Captain Cold. Oh, okay. Well, that actually sounds pretty interesting. But
1: not Jesus helping hmm. the whores again. It's actually kind of lame. Um, uh, Brad, we have more voicemails, do we not?
3: What I did on my summer vacation by Laura Winslet. <clears throat> I don't know if kids still write those what-I-did-on-my-summer-vacation essays anymore. Actually, now that I think about it, I never wrote one myself, which is also the best, as I probably would have given myself an ulcer trying to figure out how how to stretch the word nothing into 200 words. I didn't think I did anything over the summer, and if you had seen me, you would have thought so too. After all, I wasn't on any teams, wasn't enrolled in any organized activities, and never left town. I slept late waking up to a house that seemed quiet and empty with mom at work and wandered into the kitchen to scrounge up something to eat. If we had a field chili roll on hand, I would slice off a hunk of that for breakfast. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Otherwise, a bologna sandwich or a cheese sandwich, but never bologna and cheese together. Whoever was the first kid up controlled the TV. Not that there was much... Okay, so I got cut off again. Fuck me in my mouth. What are you going to do? So starting where we left off, Whoever was the first kid up controlled the TV. Not that there was much to argue about with only three channels to choose from on the snowy little black and white screen. Nobody wanted Phil Donahue or any of the morning news programs. Soap operas were completely out of the question. We played along with the game shows, outguessing the weirdo contestants on Let's Make a Deal, taunting one another mercilessly if anyone ended up with the dud prize behind door number three, like maybe a year's supply of bunion pads, and watched Zorro or Gilligan's Island in the afternoon. Lunch was another scavenger hunt. Once in a while, on a good day, Mom would leave a dollar in the plastic coin bank on the kitchen windowsill, and we would walk down the street to buy a bag of burgers at the soda fountain at Dennis and Acres. But mostly, I read, or wrote, or walked. I read over and over the whole series of Trixie Belden mysteries, at least the first 15 volumes, which were all I had at the time, from The Secret of the Mansion to The Mystery on the Mississippi. We also had a bunch of Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys books, and I read them too, but never liked them quite as much. We had a set of encyclopedias, and I browsed through those, and strangely enough, I read books on etiquette. I read The Red Badge of Courage one summer when I was about ten, I remember a line that said something like, quote, the red sun hung in the sky like a wafer, quote. And as the only wafer I knew anything about was a vanilla cookie, that seemed an odd statement. I just didn't get it, that book at all. Maybe I'll read it again someday. When I was reading, I was, when I wasn't reading, I was writing, filling volumes of notebooks with poems and Stories, Everything written in ink, no scratch-outs, on narrow-lined paper, in a handwriting so small, I could fit entire sentences on one line. The poems were usually dark and angsty, the short stories hopelessly melodramatic. I can only hope mom threw all those spiral notebooks away, lest they be discovered someday and set the literary universe back a few centuries. And when I wasn't reading or writing, I was walking. All the other kids in the family and neighborhood had a bicycle, but I never did and never wanted one. Accompanied only by my faithful dogs, Husker and Jackson, their tails waving like flags. I walked many a mile down the railroad tracks that are now J.R. Miller Boulevard or down to the river back in the day when there was nothing and nobody there. Even while I was walking, I was still telling stories, making up characters and adventures in my imagination, recasting scenes over and over until I had the words just right. I remember spending a lot of time in particular sorting out the nuances of reluctant and hesitant. Maybe this was why I was confident enough to use a pen when I finally wrote those narratives down on paper. I already knew exactly what I wanted to say. By the end of August, with the first day of school on the horizon in early September, I'd start to feel a little twisty in my tummy at the notion that i had wasted another summer doing absolutely nothing even after three months of immersing myself in imagination i never dreamed that summer was the season in which i learned the most what did i do on my summer vacation nothing and it was everything wow
0: <sighs> <laughs> guys that's laura Wimsett uh she did nothing and continues to do nothing i never had to write any
1: of those essays probably because you bore them to death
0: Ugh, she was just but hanging with the Dog write... Husker and Jackson. Yeah. Husker.
1: I wrote so small I could fit an entire sentence on a line in a notebook. Okay.
0: Um, as opposed to. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can also do that. I mean, it's really easy. Anyone can do that, right? I mean, I I know understand that a lore wizard sentence is a ridiculous run on atrocity, <laughs> but. I don't know. Maybe, like, a, uh, moderate your sentence length first. Yeah,
1: maybe learn proper composition and I guess, I mean, come on. Yeah. Laura, what did she do for summer, Brad? Nothing. Guys, don't do nothing with your summer. Call us and
0: tell us what's going on. Indeed. Um, uh, You can also email us, right? You can email us, ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter at ramjackpodcast.
1: Find us on Facebook. Facebook group is awesome.
0: Woo. Hit up the website, ramjackpodcast.com and the wiki where all the information is. And if Excepts. it's not if it's not there, put it there.
1: Well, and if it's not there on purpose for certain reasons, as mentioned earlier in this podcast, Dude. maybe just maybe that's just a secret between
0: us. Right. But if it's unless maybe we specify unless we specify it's a super secret, uh, feel free yeah. to put it up there.
1: Hey, unless it's a super secret, feel free. I, iTunes, leave a review. I mean, guys, you know what's up at this point. Come on, what are you waiting for?
0: Tell everyone you know, guys. We've been around for five years. Five years. Why aren't you telling more people? Where are the new people at? Go find them. Bring them to us. Why aren't
1: you telling people?
0: I love putting the onus
1: on our listeners. Which I hey, if you don't tell a, if you don't tell someone about Ram at least two or three times a week,
0: are you a fan? Hmm. That's Mm. a question. That's a question. question. Good question. Great question.
1: But guys, we really do appreciate you listening and anyone and everyone that you bring to the show. Indeed. And um, yeah, thank you so much.
0: Indeed. And guys, this summer when you're off uh, needlessly murdering animals, uh, just for the sake of the environment, try not to throw them into the dirt.
2: Good morning, Missouri, and how have you been? been all night just to see you again, and there's thunder behind me and plenty of wind. The mountains ahead where I'm going, this ragged old car says hello to you too. Many miles mile since when first we were through, just a couple of drifters with nothing to do. Or go where the wind was. Waiting for the sweet summer sun to bring back the life winter took on to run. And it's westbound through your small towns with a song to be sung. Child on the old river road. in horn in Missouri, the sun's at my back. The sound of a horn of a fast rolling back. as it runs up behind, as it burns down the track. That old before it. There's a feeling inside, says I wish I could stay. Songs to be sung in this place is to play. And there's plenty of time on some other old days to share one or two and remember. The dark of the night lifts away with the dawn. The fools on the road will be out before long. And the birds in the fields With the flight with the song. My song of the old Away with the dawn. The fools on the road will be out before long. And the birds in the fields lift the flight with a song. My song of the open road. My song.